Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Charlie Parsons for Boxing Social in Association with Ready to Fight, Forged Irish Stout and Empire Fight Store. Delighted to be joined here as always. Uh, we've recently, maybe it's January, everyone's discombobulated, but the Mondays have turned to Tuesdays. But we're still here. We're in touch. Both of us being... Uh, Sort of not a hundred percent with it, but we're okay now. We've we've reconvened. How are you, sir? Speak for yourself. Are you flying all over Europe, chasing your your new the new love of your life, Ed Sheeran? My old mate. I'm very well. I'm very well, though. Thank you. What's uh liking the uh the look today, Gad? What what are these blue shades, by the way? Is that more just like a screen thing? No, they're glasses. Oh. They're not shades. They're glasses. Is that for the screen? Yeah, for screen. For I, I've worn blue glasses for a very long time. It's not going to be a com. This isn't going to be an interview about my blue glasses. Mate, it's we too old for that. We always talk about all sorts of madness. There's no madness of my blue glasses. It's I'm I'm seeing through blue tinted glasses, and it's all just peace and love through these glasses until the fight breaks out. Well, let's go into the fight. A bit of controversy surrounding Saturday night's affairs. Um, Natasha Jonas split decision over Michaela Mayer. Um, Mayer's first fight up at welterweight. Oh, God, there's always controversy in boxing, right? Obviously, this time round. What, what, what was your initial reaction, Gareth? I scored it a draw. Okay. Um, 95-95. Um, the rounds that Michaela Mayer won, I thought she won clearly. Um, and the there were several rounds in there, maybe four rounds in there, that were very, very close. Um, and I think I gave three of those to, to Natasha, I gave the, the the middle rounds for me were were owned by Michaela Mayer and they were the clearest for me to score. I thought Natasha came back strong at the end, even though on the eye test Michaela Mayer won the fight. I didn't, I wasn't able to. I wouldn't say I'd be able to pick 
enough rounds for Natasha to win it. Mm. I wouldn't say she won six rounds, but she won five on my book. But I could have gone the other way with a couple of rounds for uh, Michaela Mayer. So I understand people feeling that it was 96, 94 to Michaela Mayer or 97, 93 even. That's, it only takes one round, doesn't it? Or two rounds to, to split the scores in that way. It was a very, very close fight. I don't care what anyone says. Very, very close fight. Some of Natasha's work was pinpoint brilliant um, in the exchanges. Um, a lot of the aggression and, and, and forward nature of the fight came from Michaela Mayer. On the eye test, I don't at all feel surprised that most people felt that Michaela won the fight. I don't think it was a robbery um, because it was a very, very close fight. And, um, you know, obviously the judges are swayed by the home crowd, the noise. They are swayed by that. I don't care what anyone says. And I think the huge support there for Natasha Jonas got her over the line in that fight. Um, you know, because she's such a popular character in the sport, um, many, many people were behind her on the night. You know, Liverpool fans are very vocal for their home fighters. Um, and then on the prism of social media, yes, it was highly controversial. But in reality, it was a very, very close fight. To recap, Michaela Mayer won the rounds that she won very clearly, in my view. And there were other rounds that could have gone either way. 95-95 for me. Bottom line, Charlie, I think a rematch should and I hope will be on the cards. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Michaela Mayer came out instantly and said, I thought I did enough to ring. I would. I thought I did enough to win. I would have given her the first two, but feel like I outpunched her and landed the cleaner shots. I think that fight is worth seeing again. I hope Natasha will be the stand-up champion that she is and give me another shot. Now, obviously, with that, we know that after the fight, Natasha Jonas sort of maybe hinted that this could be her last year in boxing. Um it's difficult, right? Because you can never, like like Michaela says there, she felt like she outpunched her and landed the cleaner shots. And you can never judge a fight by the stats, but I think all the stats do suggest that that was the case and that she certainly did outland uh, throughout the, the portion of the fight. Do you believe we see a rematch? I don't know. Um, it will come down to to how, how big the fight is financially. I think... Uh, and also, if Natasha Jonas can get a fight with Katie Taylor, that'll be big. Because um, if Katie can step up from 140 to 147 to fight Natasha, that would be a fight where she would no doubt take it. Um, I'm trying to think of the other fights there for Natasha, potentially Chantel Cameron, if that's an even bigger fight. Very tough fight again as well. I'm trying to think of the other one that's there for her that could make money. Um, it's probably those two. It, it, it all comes down to, <clears throat> I think she has two fights this year. I don't think she intimated. I think she's pretty set on finishing this year. Probably two more fights, um, you know, and, and, and several hundred thousand pounds in the locker, you'd imagine she wants to get to 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 finish in the sport and secure her future. I think, you know, there's lots of, opportunities for her going forward with the organization women in boxing with with punditry 
Um, wouldn't surprise me to see her working <clears throat> even nationally. But I, I don't know if you, you're you very young to remember when Kelly Holmes won the gold medals in, um, I think it was in Athens in 2004. Dame Kelly Holmes now, she was part of a massive project nationally to get kids doing athletics. I can imagine Tasha getting behind um, a project which involves a lot of women coming into the sport and boys, boys and girls coming into the sport. She's got such a great way about her, her humility, gracefulness, but also uh, a toughness and a grittiness that people respect immediately. Um, so, you know, and all the things she's done. Um, and, uh, and let's be honest, I mean, the way that the, the whole narrative leading into last weekend's fight did really push the case for Natasha as a standout heroine in British sport um, and, and community and society. It was part of the big drive in, in talk sports filming and the narrative arc of, of the week, in, in my view. Um, just sort of lastly on that topic, uh, Joe Gallagher's made some comments which have sort of uh, had an interesting reception more in terms of like, well, I'll read them to you now. When you're the challenger in someone's backyard, you've got to rip the title away and she didn't. Um, I think the controversy is the 97-93 card with Maya. I won't go into the rest because it's sort of more back and forth and we don't really need to discuss that. But a lot of people saying that they're a bit fed up of this whole, you've got to rip the title away. Uh, you've got to rip the, the title off the challenger talking boxing. Cause I suppose, you know, you don't have to do that in other sports. If you win, you win. I suppose boxing is, is, is a subjective one, isn't it? Well, I mean, they talk about some, remember the Oakland Raiders, their ground was a fortress in NFL. They were very, very hard to beat there. I think there was a time, I don't know the football clubs, but I'm sure they're football clubs where you go to there, they're impossible to beat. Um, that it's like a fortress. And I think it's just an old saying in boxing, like a good bit of big and beats a good little one. But if the good little one is amazing on the night, they beat a good big one. Um, as we will see if, if, if Usyk beats Fury. Um, um, it's just a saying. I, I, do, I do think home advantage, like I said, it goes back to home advantage for me and, and the champion being the champion and acting like the champion. Um, but, you know, I think Joe Gallagher, you know, Natasha's been with him a very long time. I mean, I know Natasha all the way back to 2005, I think. Uh, I first knew her and interviewed up her in Liverpool. Um, and she's always been formidable. There's something about her. There's an aura about her. Um, and she does carry herself like the champion. I thought she did on the night. Not saying, notwithstanding, that was a very, very tough fight. And on the eye test, as I say, it was Michaela Mayer's fight on the eye test. If you weren't scoring that fight like that, I don't know if you can see it. Yeah, we can. You know, and most people don't do that, by the way. I don't think when they're sitting there, Michaela won on the eye test. And also in terms of the damage sustained, it looked like, you know, Michaela caused most of the damage as well. Um, and also, by the way, she looks big enough to go up to 154 and look strong there as well. Um, so con controversy with Joe. Um, look, 
Um, he's defending his fighter there. It's a bit like his criticism of Dave Caldwell. Why was he commentating for Sky? It's just, you know, look, it's it's just it's antagonism and rivalry. I think Dave Caldwell, to be fair to him, um, was very strong on. You hear my washing drying over there, can't you? The no, beam is going. Okay, you can't. Okay, good. Um, the, Dave gave the fight to Michaela Mayer, clearly, first of all, didn't he, on the night? But he went back and rewatched it and said, you know what? Maybe I was a little bit off, and I think respect him for doing that. Because um, my belief is when you watch the fight, you watch it once, and that's it. Because mm. that's how it's scored by the judges. You watch it live. Um, you either watch it on TV or you watch it in person. Different views, of course, in that way, and different views from the judges. Um, I don't think this was a horribly biased fight. But what I do believe is keep the two-minute rounds because I think it keeps it really, really exciting. Um, I think there might be clearer winners with three-minute rounds in women's boxing, but to jump from 20 to 30 minutes... I think is a big ask. I'd rather go 12, 12 Yeah. Go 12 twos. You and I have spoken about this before. That's my belief. 12 twos. It doesn't need to be the same as men's boxing. If women fight three-minute rounds, it doesn't mean they're going to earn more. Men that fight three-minute rounds don't earn... Some <laughs> men don't earn as much as other men who fight three-minute rounds. So I don't get the argument myself. 12 twos or 10 twos is great. 12 twos... I think would be even better for world championship fights. But um, look, Joe's very, very loyal with Natasha, so he's never going to have a bad word said about her. She, she could be battered black and blue um, and have won two of the rounds, and Joe's still going to believe she's won it, in my view. And good luck to him in that way, because they are a, they're a union that will always be there. In fact, I'd probably redress that. If he knew that Natasha lost... He would probably say so because he's fair enough in that way. But there's no way that, that there were definitely rounds there you could pick for Natasha over Michaela Mayer and at least five of them, in my view. I watched it very, very closely and a lot of her work was very accurate. But it wasn't necessarily, like you say, watch the punch stats. That's... The punch stats don't always they don't, tell. They don't tell the story of the fight. Yeah, I've told you this before. I have watched a fight before, and I thought someone's won on my eye. And when I go down to my scorecard and I count it in the end, the other person's won. Yeah, because there's an eye test, and there's a there's there's discrete three minute rounds. Okay, what anyone says is part of the complexity. It's not perfect is part of the complexity of boxing and boxing scoring. Well, moving on, you mentioned uh, a, a good little, and an amazing little one can be a good uh, big one. Well, let's just sort of firstly circulating on that topic of that fight. Within the last couple of days, we've seen that Joel Pattaya has left the Tyson Fury uh, camp in Riyadh just after five amazing rounds box we're hearing. Now, we we don't know. To be brutally honest, you might know, hence why I'm asking you now. You may have a bit more clarity on the situation, but me personally, I don't know. There's so much speculation on social media. But if we're being real, none of us truly know. Gareth, do you have any update as to the situation there? 
Uh, yeah, I know, but I'm not telling you. Keep that for your own exclusive, eh? Cheeky, cheesy Charlie Parsons. No, um, well, Jaya Pattaya has left because he needs to train for Maris Bradis. And Tyson Fury is not the <laughs> the perfect part of sparring partner for him. I'm, I'm trying to think now, is he on the Fury undercard or the Joshua undercard? On the um, Fury undercard. Fury undercard. So he's only got a month um, to, to get sorted. Needs to train for Maris Bradis, who is a serious... Fighter, I do understand they barred five great rounds together. But if you're alluding to uh, not saying it, that he knocked Fury down. No, that's not what I'm alluding to. Okay, but he didn't. No. What are you alluding to then? I'm not alluding to anything. I'm saying I don't know anything. And I'm saying you may have a better idea than I. Well, he's left because he needs to train for Maris Bradis. Tyson Fury is not the right sparring partner for Maris Bradis. We know that Moses Town is over there. Um, there's a few others. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say them all, but Kevin there's... Kevin Lorraine's over there. Yeah, Kevin Lorraine, obviously. Yeah, ex absolutely. Um, but yeah, Moses Town with Kevin Lorraine, I think there's, there's... I think there's at least eight sparring partners. Fury, and, and by the way, I saw Fury at the Joy Awards in Saudi Arabia, and you can tell when his face and his jaw looks long and lean, he's in shape. You, you can see it. You can definitely see it in his body that he's been training and sparring hard. There's no question about it. So just on terms of the social media speculation, then obviously, like I say, we don't know anything, but people do talk. Um, people saying that Opatia maybe knock down Tyson Fury or something? You, you're able to say that that's categorically not true? Well, that's what I'm saying. No, that's what I, I said that just now, that about, about being knocked, knocking Fury down. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. It's much more likely that Fury knocked off a tyre down. Okay. Um, Going into that fight now, we're not far away. The first undisputed heavyweight fight in a long, long time. We know that Lennox Lewis is going to be present there. Um, God, it's just so exciting, isn't it? Everything from the build-up, posters constantly coming out. We're in such a blessed... I mean, look, the heavyweight division's been incredible to us over the last sort of 10 years or so, longer even, but this just feels like the cherry on, on the top to it all. Well, I don't think it has. I, th I think we've needed fights for the last two or three years that we haven't got, and now we're getting them. Um, I think this is going to be a period that defines the era. I think we'll look back on this era as a very strong era in heavyweight boxing. I think we'll get all the big fights now over the next 18 months, two years, and then a new generation will come through. I do love the Wild West posters. Um, fistful of dollars, you know, a few dollars more, a high plains drifter, or they're looking like those old Clint Eastwood um, spaghetti westerns um, from from the seventies. Big fan of those, by the way. What did you say your name was? I didn't. You remember all those movies? Have you seen them all with Clint? Come on, Gareth. Of course, I haven't. Yeah, I've got. Haven't you? No. I'm not a big movie. You've got to watch them. You've got to watch them. Not a big Western. Lee Van Cleef and all those guys. Oh, man. But you know what? Oh, I actually spoke to Frank Warren about this on Thursday. Is like they're quite pushing the fun side of this, aren't they? In terms of like, look, it's a build up and fight night and everything's going to be serious. But we know that 
um, His Excellency Turkey Al Sheikh has referenced, like for example, Knockout Chaos and them sort of referencing like old arcade games in the posters and stuff. And then you see like the zombie style build up for the Day of Reckoning. They're trying to like utilize sort of obviously for this the posters and everything Western movie inspired. They are really sort of bridging that gap in terms of like the entertainment style even you know eddie coming out to here comes the money at the presser frank warren coming out to i'm the boss that sort of thing we're seeing a sort of fun side to this as well yeah well that was down to majestic the music by yeah. the way but um the dj majestic who who's a, a very very good and very close friend of mine and, and a brilliant dj but i think that whole pong if you like and you know Rock'em Sock'em Robots and, like you say, gaming, the early gaming era, I think the artistic integrity of it is phenomenal um, because they are really pushing the boat out and looking to be extraordinarily creative. Like you say, it's part of the fun of it. I think that's the thing about His Excellency Turkey Al Sheikh is that he's not just a mover and shaker in business terms, but there's an artistry, he's a poet and composer of things he's involved in um in 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 high art as well and and movie making and and scripts and all those kind of things and i mean battle of the baddest um docu is just about to come out as well it i i've, I've got a sneak preview and i mean luckily i'm in it and i voiced some lines in it and uh it's very very dramatic and artistic um i think that's out very soon but also when you look at the things they're creating at the moment, you know, with Anthony Hopkins and Kevin Costner, and um, I'm trying to think of the other actors that were were over at their Joy Awards um, last weekend. There, there's 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 a Hollywoodization, or maybe a readization, if I can put it like that, of of what of of the modernism that they want to create. I think it's I think it's fascinating. It's culturally fascinating, as I've said it many times. Thankfully, you know, boxing has, has got part of the centre stage in that. Francis Ngannou and Tyson Fury were there on in those pictures with all the celebrities from different cultures, weren't they, at the Joy Awards? Um, it's it's fantastic to see, and it, and you know, it's 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 a gift that that boxing and our sport is is now part of that. And as you rightly said, it's very exciting with February the. Uh, 17th approaching then march the 8th there's talk of um dimitri bivol and arta betabiev taking place later in the summer and you know that if if, if jaya pataya comes through uh, maris bradis again they want to to put the winner of betabiev and, and and bivol in with opataya tough ask for either of those yeah. 275 pound fighters but you know what there's an appetite for it. So it's very exciting at the moment. Very, very exciting. Um, I suppose just on that, there was that handshake that was sort of just thrown at them on stage between Eddie and Frank and both of them really relishing it. We understand that plans are underway now. We saw, I think Thursday it was, after the press conference that we were at for the Magnificent Seven, Frank Warren afterwards, uh, went over to an unknown location in London with Eddie Hearn, with His Excellency. They signed the papers. It's underway. I think March the 8th is the week where we'll find out all the details. 
uh, as to the fighters, but they're doing this 5v5. We, for years, you know, people wanted cooperation in boxing. We finally got it. Um, I, 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 once again, I reiterate, look, this, this, this fun side of it. I mean, I know Frank sort of laughed and joked with me and he said, look, we're going to beat the shit out of Matrim. They, they, they're putting bets up against each other. It's just like, once again, for the fans, I, th I think we, I think it was referenced that, um, Turkey enjoyed the social media, uh, sort of talk about Frank and Eddie coming together and then being photographed together and he's acting on it. And, and we're seeing another big occasion in that. We are. Do you want a longer answer? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why yeah. Of course. Not giving me much today, Gareth. That's not true. We've been going for nearly thirty minutes already. Have we? Um, yeah. Um, here's here's. It doesn't matter who wins out of Frank and Eddie in that, but it's a fascinating side bet. What is important for me is that we will get Fury against Joshua. We will get. Um, Anthony Yard uh, versus Callum Smith. We will get um, maybe Nick Ball and Mauricio Lara. Sorry? Nick Ball and Mauricio Lara has been spoke about online. Yeah, but, but I would even go um, Nick Ball and I think Lee Wood. Yeah, I know Nick Ball's a very he's not a big featherweight, but I think he's fighting at feather, isn't he, at the moment? Yeah, so, but obviously, um, look, we could get Nick Ball and Lee Wood. I mean, what a cracker that would be, by the way. Um, Moses Atalma and Johnny Fisher. Um, there's so many, there's so many big fights there, Daniel Dubois. I think Daniel Dubois and um, who else? And the thing is, Eddie hasn't got lots of heavyweights at the moment, has he? Um, but anyway, there, there, there's loads of possibilities for lots of fights there. Yes, it's a great idea. Um, someone suggested, you know, Bob Arum and, and Al Heyman fighters as well, which is another great idea. Um, so, you know, it's all happening in the UK at the moment, but what happens when the American market gets more involved as well? That's just lastly what I was teeing up. It's almost like you've got my questions here, Gareth. I was segueing for you deliberately, yes. Oh, okay. Uh, I should put my nose out of joint saying I wasn't giving you much today. Javonta Tank Davis uh, yeah. a tweet saying uh, something about him needing two for He said he can take this Saudi stuff seriously and, and he'll speak to them and he's happy to work with them when he wakes up and there's two Ferraris outside his door. Now, a lot of people replied and said, well, I'm sure you can get two Ferraris outside your house quite quickly if that's what it's going to take. Uh, just on your side of stuff, I suppose, obviously we use that in joking terms, but there was someone who said, I think the tweet originally that, that Javonta Tank Davis replied to was regarding sort of him and Canelo until we see those stars. But, you know, from your side of stuff, does it feel like a matter of time until they come over? Yeah, I think so. And I think that was hinted at at the press conference. You know, I asked Turkey Al Al Sheikh, His Excellency the Minister, about um, um, what was his take on Oscar de la Hoya saying, I'm, I can't bring all my big fighters 
to Saudi Arabia to fight. And his answer was, well, we'll miss you, Oscar, if you recall. And it was like saying, get involved. Um, and I think he's right to say that because, um, you know, obviously Tank isn't a, um, a, uh, um, an Oscar De La Hoya fighter. He's a, um, Ryan Garcia is with him and I could see Ryan Garcia going there. Um, obviously we had, that was one of the big fights of last year was Tank Davis and Ryan Garcia. Um, yeah, the two Ferraris is a throwaway line, isn't it? About, you know, if I'm coming there, do I get a big payday? Of course he would get a big payday. He's one of the young stars in America. I mean, at the moment, Tank Davis, Ryan Garcia, slightly less so. Um, Tio Fimo Lopez, Devin Haney, they're all claiming to be the face of boxing in America, aren't they? Um, and you could put them in with Terence Crawford as well. Those guys are probably the face of boxing in America, Americans who are the face of boxing. In fact, I was trying to look at the pound-for-pound pound list. All four of those, Betabiev, Canelo, Inui, um, Bivol, that's about the top 10 pound-for-pound pound at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Shakur I... in that mix. And who? Shakur Stevenson in that mix. And Shakur, and Shakur Stevenson. Those four or five guys are... Uh, those Americans are, are the face of boxing in America. They're all claiming to be it. It would not surprise me at all to see those big fights. Devin Haney, um, Javonta Davis, Shaka Stevenson, who's obviously with Bob Arum anyway, who's got that relationship with Fury and, and, and the Saudi Arabians. Um, wouldn't surprise me at all to see them fighting in, in Saudi Arabia. Um, it wouldn't even surprise me if we saw Canelo in Saudi Arabia at some point in the next year. But I do think Canelo against Benavidez in the United States or in Mexico is probably a given over in across the pond at the moment because it, it, it's so big, that fight. Well, Gareth, always a pleasure. Thank you for speaking to me. Um I don't think in the UK, I mean, we've got John Ryder this Saturday, which we're looking forward to. Uh, you know, we don't want to sort of tempt fate, but a lot of fans, I know we said the same with, with Smith Baturbia, if there was ever a time, but we, we really give John a good chance going into that one. I think Matram have got a show, Lewis Crocker headlining against Jose Felix in Belfast, and then hopefully, obviously, we look forward to, to February and March in Saudi Arabia, but we can get some other big fights announced, and obviously yeah. Aziz, and, you know, another good year. Oh, the year started amazingly. It's a very tough fight, in my view, for Ryder against Mungia. 42-0, 33 knockouts. He's climbed through very in a very hidden way, um, yeah. and I think it'll be a big year for Mungia if he beats Ryder. Um, I'm not saying I want Mungia to beat Ryder because I love John. He's a fantastic character. Um, I'm a huge fan of his um, and what he's done. Um, but I think it's a very tough fight. I've, I've got Mungia winning that on points or even late stoppage. Um, and Dan Aziz and Boatsi, like you say, fantastic fight the week after. Um, at, I think it's in Wembley, isn't it? Um, I think I think it's going to be a great fight, but I think Boatsi edges that, in my view. But we shall see, February the 3rd. Um, and then, you know, it's... Uh, no, it was that February the 10th? No, February the 3rd, isn't February it? February the 3rd. Um, and then yeah. after that, 
all roads lead to Riyadh for for a, for a month or so. That it does. Gareth A. Davies, as always, thank you for speaking to us at Boxing Social. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.